just joined us. <laughs> Commander Chief of Household Six. Mm -hmm. yeah. Welcome to the Duty Shall Be Done Old Grad Podcast, where we feature unscripted interviews with graduates of the United States Military Academy Class of 1991. The Duty Shall Be Done Old Grad Podcast with your host, Jamie Schleck, starts now. So we are live here. This is uh, December 2nd, 2018, the beginning of Army Navy Week. That's, right. that's, why, that's why I'm wearing the 12-man jersey. We got <laughs> big week this week. Army's going to defeat Navy. Uh, we got Jazzy right here, right? Got the family dog. Got the family dog yeah. right here. And we're here at the, at the home of uh, General and General uh, George. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. We got we got Dave Dadich, we got uh, Dave Ronnie Fox, we got um, Scott Scott Clemenson, Dave, Dave Romano. Romano. All right, cool. F one right. fellow F one guy. Um, all right, good. We got the. Uh, so we're just getting started here. Yeah. So I, I think I don't want to watch that live. I just okay. want to watch the comments come through here, so we can respond to comments. Okay. All right. So cool. welcome. This is the eleventh old grad podcast, and so this has been uh, kind of a a special passion project of mine, like a labor of love. It's been a good time. Um, it's, it's, it was, it was, it was uh, the, the genesis of it was it was from my, um, <clears throat> my working as the class giving officer, knowing that I had to make a bunch of contacts with people and, and like trying to raise money. And like, it was like each one of these contacts was like, you know, rich conversations and like long-standing relationships. And how great would it be to be able to be able to share that with everybody. So that was the idea, the genesis. Like Ted Russ was asking last week, like, what gave you the idea to do this thing? Right. And it was because I was having conversations with people and realizing like we have such limited time at reunions and everything else. And mm -hmm. how great would it be for us to be able to just after 20, 26 or seven, eight years, whatever it is, like for us to reconnect and be able to create this community of people talking. So, right. uh, so that's, that's the idea. So we wanna be able to foster, continue to foster strong relationships with our classmates we want to be able to remember our fallen classmates. We want to be able to bring attention to our to our class gift, our class giving goals, mm -hmm. which we want to. Uh, we are looking to be the most generous class in the history of West Point. It's ninety one percent. The most generous class ever has given eighty eight percent, which is like a class of class of like sixty something. They give mm -hmm. eighty eight. They give eighty eight percent for the thirtieth reunion. Mm -hmm. If we give ninety one percent, we will be the most generous class ever in academy history. And so we are. Uh, we can get there. Well, we're, yeah. so if anybody can prove that, it is the Mighty Mighty Company F1. Oh, that's right. We're at 100%. We are, we are 100%. We can't, okay. we can't do any better. <laughs> we got a general officer, and we got 100% uh, um, participation. Yeah. So uh, the real general officer here is, uh, is uh, General uh, Monica George, who is here. <laughs> Hold 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 that picture there. We got this Time Magazine article. This is from this is from Hempstead High. Real time. See if you can see this. I don't know. They might be able to see this. This is so it says the first lady, the real general Monica George. Right. So that's uh, good stuff there. So that's from high school. Hempstead Long Island. So so let's talk. I, so the arc of this podcast, we're going to talk about current events, right. general. 
what it's like being in the Army. Uh, we want to hear about your journey together in the right. Army, right? And Monica has let us know that we only have her for a short period of time before she has to, uh, yeah. she has to get a rest. Right? Early morning tomorrow. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You don't look, listen, you don't look this beautiful without getting your beauty rest, so we know that, right? And Monica, we also know that like, you have a very fixed, I've noticed because we've been through a few things together, you have a very fixed window of temperature. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've seen you when it's too right. hot. It's a narrow window. It's a narrow that's window. That's right. About narrow 65 window. to 72 degrees. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. That's the range. That's, that's right. That's, that's the right. range. If you're outside that range, it's no good. Right? I forgot so, about that, baby. <laughs> Army Navy games. It's cold. My hot, sweaty building in, in D.C. Too yeah. hot. I know. Yeah, that's so right. Keep that range. Yeah. Keep that range, right? It's funny. I just uh, <laughs> so we go way way back, right? Yeah. So I I've, I've known I've known you Monica from from the end of the beginning of Cal years when you guys yeah, first started, we started dating. dating yeah. Cal years. So yeah. like I look at you as like a like another West Point sister, you know, mm -hmm. like a, like a been been through this whole journey. Saw you guys in Korea together. You've been there all the way through, right? Yes. And so this is like a combined. Uh, combined effort to get to the level of being uh, where where Moose is, and, yeah. and and so, and I know that he made a big big point of that at your promotion ceremony. Yeah. Like you said, we're here because of one person, and that one person is my wife, yeah. and I agree. So, yeah. so kudos yeah. to you. You're yeah, I said she. I think I said I, she literally saved my life on, on one on one occasion, at least one occasion that I know of for sure, and probably a whole bunch of other occasions. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So, so. so What's been your favorite assignment in the Army, do you think? I think my overseas assignments, our, our overseas yeah. assignments, uh, yeah. Europe and Korea. Great time, great place, especially Germany. I loved it. Yeah. I really did. We were there for six years. I, re I remember you guys getting ready <coughs> to go there. We were Because yeah. we were in New Jersey. You came you to my house. I came by your yes. house. I was right a civilian, a, new, right. a newly minted civilian. Yeah. Yes. And Brent and Judy were there. Right. Actually, there were a couple other folks there too. Really? Yeah, I thought it was uh, Rich Campbell wasn't there. What was Rich no, Campbell? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. I I see. I thought it feels like there were some other folks there. I know. Uh, well, obviously, your wife was there too. But uh, it was my girlfriend I, at the time. She wasn't. Even oh, that. you guys weren't married. We weren't. We weren't even like engaged. We were like just dating. She was like oh, my new. Okay. I, okay. I needed to get approval. Make sure she was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I yeah I do remember because. I remember that because I, I was feeling a little bit of like uncertainty about okay, because that that was a five year point right, right? Mm -hmm. and everybody like, yeah I was thinking about getting out and feet yeah, yeah. and uh, and then you didn't yeah I know like who would have thought right, right. who would have thunk it so but we went to Germany I went first and I, we were talking earlier so Monica didn't come with me then because we had the whole we had to get the passport stuff straight yes. and Amaya's about. Maya was what, three. three when I, yeah. I remember yeah. her running around like yeah. a little kid at yeah. that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we, I, I went first, but Germany turned out to be. I mean, that was like I spent my captaincy there. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I spent like you were there for th over I, three years. Right? Six years. We were six six we ended years. up being six years. Did you have two company commands there? I had no, just I had a one three year company a three year command. company command. Yeah, one three year company command, and then three years on like uh, our brigade staff. I was in uh, three shot for two years, and then a heck brigade XO. So wait, that was after the advanced course. Yeah, obviously. yeah, that was right so after the advanced course. So we were stationed two places. In yeah. Europe. yeah, we were in uh, Bad Corsnop, right. and then Amuso picked up the XO job 
in uh, Heidelberg, Germany. Yeah. XO for a battalion? Well, Brigade XO. Brigade. So, well, actually, I was uh, in the three shop um, for two years, and then I went to be the Brigade XO for a year. It was a finance, you know, like the equivalent of a finance. Mm -hmm. So you were, so let's walk it back for a second. So you, yeah. were, you were commissioned ADA. Right. Right. I was commissioner of defense, so, and then I did a branch transfer to uh, finance. Where was your first? You were at Fort Riley first, right? I was at Fort Riley, and so I, um, you know, I had never. How'd really... you like those cold winters in? Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> that's that's not Monica George yeah. weather. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had never even, you, you, I had never considered like. Going finance when we were at school. I mean, we mm -hmm. we had to branch. De we would have had to branch detail anyway. Right. But I was, I really was interested in air defense. I was, you know, all in on air defense. I had a great time. Uh, I was a Vulcan platoon leader, Stinger platoon leader, Battery XO, um, and uh, started out at Fort Bliss, and then we went to Fort Riley, and I ran into one of my instructors, one of one of my econ instructors at uh, from West Point. She was the finance battalion XO there. Oh, so she like convinced you. Like, hey, yeah, she was like, hey, Moose, you ever thought about, um, you know, going finance? You were an econ major. You did pretty well, you know, yeah. it, <clears throat> at least, you know, in, 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 in the classes. I had like two or three classes with her. Uh -huh. And so she, she talked to me, asked me to consider, you know, going to finance. And um, so I, you know, I thought about it, talked to Monica. And, uh, and you know, you, you don't even know, I was a lieutenant. You know, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, maybe, because I wasn't really interested in going uh, high med, you know, doing Patriot. I had been uh, right. a shore ad platoon leader uh, in Battery XO, so I wasn't really interested in going, you know, I knew I was air defense, but I just, I was kind of thinking shore ad. So I thought, hey, you know what, I'll do this, and, um, and even if I decide to get out, maybe I can apply Right, you know, so that's, these, that's, yeah. does that enter into your calculus? Like, yeah, that did. A, yeah, this is a much did. more portable yeah. skill set right. as a civilian than right. go with finance. Right. That was something you were thinking about. Yeah, Cause, and, and then think about it. At that time, Jamie, we were going through like the drug. That was oh, like now. the big, I mean, yeah. at, at that time, there were, uh, I, re, I will never forget, there was a lieutenant retention board before, not with all oh, our yeah, class, no. but you remember. No, yeah. yeah there was a lieutenant, I, I knew guys. 90. Yeah. Guys got, right. guys got, you know, passed over for a captain. Yep. Like, they, yeah. yeah, they didn't it, even make it to the captain promotion board. What I remember too, which was kind of influential and not in a good way, was my boss, who was the S3, mm -hmm. um, talking to me, cynically talking to me as a lieutenant, saying, you know, kind of like mapping this whole thing out. saying Because right. there was also... An 04 retention board. Right. And he was saying to himself, like, you know, the people that get out are not the people that you are, um, like, a lot of people that get out are people that are, like, behind you. So, like, you might be, like, top third. Right. But if the bottom third gets out, now you're bottom half, you know? Like, yeah. he was, like, he had a, he was, and yeah. he was, he was very, very um, dependent upon re being retained as an officer. He, like, right. he was very cynical. I remember thinking to myself, like, like, this is really like not a cool situation, but I think that was very short-sighted. I mean, right. I, I've said on the other podcast, I wish I had stayed around a few more years late, later than I have, but th that was not that was not the right sort of thing to tell a young lieutenant. I don't think at the right. time. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so that was that was all going on. Right. And um, and so so, uh, so you were you got, did you go to OB, OBC as well? Were you there? At yes. The same time? Yeah. yeah. How was Be that? 
That was, was pretty good. So was good. You, I, you I got off post. Or we were off post yes, because we were. so Fort Bliss was my first duty station. So basically, I, I like PCS from West Point to Fort Bliss because you know, like for OBC, for most everybody else, unless you were like if you were going infantry and you were getting stationed at Benning, then it was a PCS move for you. But otherwise, if you were going somewhere else, you were just like TDY at OBC, and then you were you know going wherever. But since um, uh, since Bliss was my first duty station, Monica came with me, mm -hmm. and so so we got you know we got an apartment um, off post, and we had you know we had, uh, it was like a bunch of us you know all all the West Pointers who went air defense at least most of them, and um, so I had like Rob Burns, Mike Smith, and Kevin, you know Kevin Kevin yeah, yeah Kevin came afterwards though he because he they he was a grad assistant. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Kev, 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 yeah, Kev, Kev very sexy. Right. That sounds like so that was a, a pretty cool experience for those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, I'll tell you a funny story. So, like, I'd have like Rob and Smitty at my house, right? Right. And uh, <laughs> so, so, so Monica, she'd be, you know, she'd be cooking. Right. Like every every day, you know, it was I was like it was like the best of both worlds because like okay, I was married, you right. know, with my 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 wife, all my your buddies kid, there. and all my buddies. Were, so every every day after class. They would come to the house, and Monica would be, she'd cook. So she cooked for everybody, right? So one day, Monica pulls me into the bedroom. You remember <laughs> that? She pulled me into the She's do. like, hey, look. Get you <laughs> friends out <of> loud. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, listen, they need to start anting up. They either got to put in some money for me. If I'm going to be yeah, cooking them dinner. I'm not going to be all these guys. Yeah. Yeah, so and, and and Jamie, I was I was such a dummy, you know. I was just like, I, I just I was like, well, wait, what's wrong? Yeah, I didn't even see, I didn't even understand okay. what the problem was, you know. So that's the but, beginning of it. But you know what though? I think that like, like I mean, I'm married now, 22 years. I don't, yeah. You guys are married like what? 27, 27, 27 years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So. So I have a wonderful, wonderful wife who might be listening. So, so, so she knows that I love yeah. her very much. Um, we got married like you know later, and yeah. I was established. Uh, we didn't, we didn't have that sort of like early forging of steel in a relationship the way that it's tough in the army. You know, like, yeah. like uh, it was. It, we've had some tough times, right? But I think about when I think about that, I think about Scotty B, Scotty B, and Karen Brender. Yeah. Right? So Scotty, I was just with them out in uh, in Seattle. They're married now. Yeah. So, like same time. Same yeah, he got time. married like in know, August, right? August. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he, you know, he met Karen when we were cadets. Or? We were cadets, like yeah. in in April of our senior of our first year. Okay. So okay. the situation. I mean, they have a twenty six year old daughter who right. is like, you know, software engineer. But anyway, I remember going down to airborne school talking to Scotty B. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Scotty, like, you, you, you guys still date Karen? Like, she's like, you guys got like really, you seem to have like a good relationship, whatever. Right. And he's like, we're getting married August 14th. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he goes, she's two months pregnant. I was like, holy cow. So they, like, they, yeah. so they're at OBC. She's out to here, living in a little, like, one bedroom efficiency apartment, right? right? And she, of course she's cooking for everybody too. So yeah. <laughs> she's cooking. And, and like, I think about that, like, I mean, now they're like, you know, they're, yeah. now they're married like 26 years, right. 27 years. Uh, and, um, and, and, uh, they live in Seattle, you know, beautiful home and everything. But it's like, they, they have got some, 
they've been through some tough times here, right. as, as I'm sure you guys have as well. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I mean, that's... I mean, from the beginning, yeah. I mean, you're, going, yeah. you're a lieutenant. I mean, you know? Yeah, it's, it's been, I mean, it's been a journey. Because I, I, I look at kind of where, you know, how we started out, where we started out. and But we were... I mean, we were happy. We that first, I Jamie, I'm serious. Like we still talk about like the very first apartment we got at Fort Bliss. Uh, when, when I got stationed at Fort Bliss, and I thought it was like the best thing ever. It was like two bedrooms, and there was a there and. and I, that was a you could have your own carpet. Yeah, you had carpet. carpet. <laughs> Man, we had, we were in a an apartment complex, and they had a pool. There was a uh, the master bedroom had a master bath. Like that was the first place I'd ever lived with a bathroom in the bedroom, man. So, you know, we thought we were just, you know, on cloud nine. I'm telling yeah, you, it's been a good time. Yeah. So we got to say hello to some of the people here that oh. are watching. We got, we got, we just, just so we got, we had 18 live, 18 live people watching at the same time. Some people okay. could have. Jay Dubs is watching. Oh, Williams. yeah. That's right. First semester plebeian roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. my beast, my beast roommate. Yeah. And we got Moni Fox and Dave Dadich, uh, Scott Clemenson, Dave Romano, Jeff Simpson, Jeff. Uh, Vince Lindemeyer, yeah. Reggie Moore. Hmm, who else? There's a bunch over here too. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. So good to have some classmates join. That's you, right. You guys can pay, if you guys got questions or comments. You can pepper them into this comment yeah. feed, and we're going to be able to see them and respond to them over time. Deb Larney's on there. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, who's it? Oh, uh, uh, Melissa Baxter. Yep. Dave she's, Baxter. She's, she's, yeah. she's on there. Yeah. Um, Jeff Simpson, if I didn't say him. See, right. me and Dave were, I think we were roommates all of uh, first a year. First and second semester, first a year. You were? Yeah. I thought, what, yeah. what? Not Eddie Bates? Eddie was uh, Cal, Cal year. Yeah. And then I had, so, and then First semester, yearling year, me, you, yeah, and then and then well, we Cal, Cal year, Dave. I had Dave Seibert. Yeah, but no, we were with Dave Seibert. So we okay, were all, okay, all yeah, yearling yeah, yeah. year because you and I chose yeah, each other. Right, right, right. For right. all of yearling year. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, right, which is a yeah. whole other story. That's right. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna, right. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get right. to that later. Right. So right. we we have a lot. We have a lot of a lot of ground to cover here. Yeah. Um, so. So, you, so your favorite assignments, Germany and Korea, those are the yeah, top two. living overseas, yes. Um, and Korea was just two years? Or was two years, it, yeah. That's like, like an it, Yeah, it was two years. Typically yeah. on a company tour, but as a field we, we, Yeah, it was command sponsor. I got command sponsorship because I was going into a battalion XO job. So, mm -hmm. you know, selected positions over there, um, you could bring your family, depending on where you were going to be assigned. So, mm -hmm. so uh, fortunately, I was able to bring the family um, over for that assignment. And do I remember correctly, Monica, at that time, did you have a business that you were doing? Were you like importing rugs or something like that? No, no, no. no. Polish she pottery. She was selling Polish pottery. Selling when we're, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, so when we left Germany, so Monica, uh, as, when we, I think when we got to Heidelberg, mm -hmm. by that time, um, you know, they always had those bus trips to like Italy and Spain and and, um, and they started the bus trips in Poland. Poland. In Poland. And so, and yes. Czech, and Czech Republic. Czech so Republic, yes. it was like really popular, especially the Polish pottery. Mm -hmm. So and crystal. Yeah. yeah. So Monica would go, um, she would go on those bus trips and she got to know like the bus drivers and whatnot. So then she started organizing um, the bus trips herself. Like she'd call the, because mm -hmm. folks were coming to her saying, hey, can you set up like a bus trip, a shopping trip to Poland? You know, mm -hmm. for the Polish product, because people always want to buy stuff. 
So um, she would do, she would organize these trips and it, it got to the point like our last year, I think our last year in Germany, those last like six months, she was doing a trip like at least once or twice a month because people were always wanting to go and buy Polish pottery. What was the, the, the bus driver's name I remember was Hans. Yes. You know, yeah, yes. I think his name was Hans, right? Yes. So they would, she knew where, dude, I hadn't even been to Poland, man. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> she, she knew, she knew where, the, she knew the route mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and Hans and they would have a full bus of uh, like service members, spouses, family members and whatnot. And they do like an overnight shopping trip for Polish mm -hmm. pottery. So we, she, we ended up collecting a lot of it and bringing it back with us. Right. And we had, we, we had a lot. So we ended up selling a lot of it out of our basement when we, we gave, we gave a lot of it away and then sold uh, a bit of it out of our basement when we got to Leavenworth because we went to CGSC. Right. Um, but you said it was like being back at West Point. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was so many, yeah. there were, there were so many classmates there. Like folks were, so I, I would be sitting, you know, I had set up like a little office in the, in the basement cause we were on post and, um, people would like come knock at the door, right. you know, like, Hey, is Monica here? We want to, cause we wanted to check out like the Polish pottery or we want to, so I would, you know, a couple of times I would like call Monica if she wasn't there and I would let them in and they'd come and look and say, Hey, can you put this aside and I'll, you know, talk to Monica when she comes mm -hmm. back about, so I would, you know, I was sitting there cause it was a really small quarter. So I had a computer desk there right. and then the other room was like all the all, pottery, all the pottery. And crystal and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, it was. So, so then, um, after CGSC, is that when you went to Korea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so Nana Maya's like what, maybe 10 at the time? Maya was, yeah, she was 10 going into fourth, fourth, fifth grade. I think she did grade, fourth yeah. grade at, uh, she did fourth grade at Fort, uh, no, she did fourth grade at Fort Leavenworth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then fifth grade, she did fifth and sixth grade in uh, Korea. And by then, and Wayne, Wayne had graduated. He, uh, he graduated, he actually graduated from Leavenworth High School. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah. He graduated from Leavenworth High School. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, yeah. And then, uh, and so then, so then you guys head off to Korea. Yeah. And uh, what was funny was that we crossed paths. We did. Uh, we, we didn't meet each other, but we literally crossed paths. The day that you PCS there was the day that I was going through Seoul because I was doing business there. Mm -hmm. And so I got to, and then, and then later, like sometime in that command, I got to, I got to stay with you. I got to see you guys. Went out to, we went out to dinner. Get, get to yeah. hang out. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Downtown and, Seoul. And that was an interesting time because you were, a major, right? But you were in battalion command, right? Because uh, my battalion commander was being investigated at fifteen six investigation was suspended from command, and I was so. Let's back this up again. Yeah. So, so you don't know what's happening, right? Right. You, right. You, like, yeah. you, you, like there's all like there's all this like a commotion, but you don't know what's happening, right? Right. So <laughs> yeah, and without without going into too much detail, basically. Uh, the battalion commander and I were called up to the up. We went up the hill to see the brigade commander, and the brigade commander basically says, "Hey, Lieutenant Colonel So and So, you are suspended from command pending an outcome of a 156 investigation. Major George, you are now the acting battalion commander. You know, and all policies will remain in effect. You continue to do what you're doing, and and there's not going to be any 
any decrease, my expectation is no decrease in, in, in the unit's performance or service, you know, because we're a finance unit, so we provide a support. This is crazy. This is crazy. I, it, so, was, it, it, was right, it was right before my birthday. It was like January 30th. <laughs> right before the day before my birthday. Which, by the way, just to just to point out, we're all turning fifty, but Moose is only forty eight. So he's like, you're like one of probably our youngest classmates. One of our youngest classmates. Yeah, I bet you are yeah. youngest classmate. There was like a guy I had run into who was uh, just like a few months younger than me, but I don't know if he, yeah, because I met him like plebe year, so I don't right. I can't remember right. if he ever. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that. Yeah, later. Right. Let, let, let's, yeah. Let's, so let's go back to to, to, yeah. to, to this event. Cause this has got to be surreal. Like, it, don't it, you wish you had like videotape of this? Cause I, here you are with your with your boss. Yeah, we're standing there. The keys. They, yeah. and, and this is a finance. Yeah. This is a finance battalion. So you can't like just right. like this is like there's money and there's all kinds of stuff that's gonna right. happen. Right? Yeah. There, there was we had a dispersant operation because we did pay. We did dispersing. Like you know, back in those days, folks would come into the finance office, cash checks, get Korean currency, get the yuan and whatnot. Right. And so, so and there was an accounting operation that went with it. So you had to basically sign for accountability, sign for the account, because it was a DFAS account, Defense Finance and Accounting Service account. Had to sign for like a couple of million dollars of cash and and then other, you know, other responsibilities. And so that so the next Saturday morning, uh, yeah, actually Saturday on my birthday, I you know, I report in with uh, with the battalion commander uh, and the battalion command, so our major and the dispersing officer, and I'm going through the books, statement so of account. What does he tell you when he comes home that day? Like, like, what is it? Guess what? I'm <laughs> like, yeah. what is yeah. that day like? Well, first, I got. What is it like when you leave the brigade commander's office and you're with? I the was probably newly just, relieved. Yeah, I, I was. It, I was stunned, man, because I. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, we didn't, there was something going on, but we didn't know that things, we didn't really know the whole scope of what had actually transpired. And then uh, we really didn't know all that happened until, you know, after the 15-6 investigation was completed. He was ultimately relieved. Um, yeah. And yeah. then he came home and got in some more trouble. And he got in some more trouble, yeah. yeah. So uh, Jeff Simpson wants to know, how long did it take for you to go from a graduation ceremony to the wedding chapel? Okay, okay. so, so. <laughs> we're, we're, Why we're, is Jeff <laughs> ready? So, so, so here's what I remember. So, because I figured graduation, we probably finished at like 12 or 1 o'clock, right? Uh, yeah. I, I, and so, I remember, because I had all of my family there, <laughs> and, and, so and like. Just back this up, so yeah. because. You guys, you were talking before about this. You said if Amaya decided to graduate and get yeah, married the same day, that's right. Like, you I, are absolutely out of mind. You, we, you know the things that we, it was absolute. When I think about it now, <laughs> it was absolute insanity to think like, oh, you know what? Because I, I remember when I proposed to Monica, and she said, hey, you know what? We should get married. Because I said, you know, let's get married. We should get. She said we should get married June fifteenth. I was like, nah. Let's get married on graduation day, cause everybody's gonna be there. So why not? Why not? We're gonna right. have everybody there, 
And there won't be any traffic. Yeah. Like, none, of these, none of these things yeah. will be an issue, right? I, oh my God. I was, you know, in my mind, I'm like thinking say. of like the most practical thing. Well, why why wouldn't we get married? All those people there. We got everybody just, there. Just knock it out. Yeah, we got the whole audience there. Just get married there. I mean, we're going to get married. Why wait two weeks? Just get married on graduation day. You know, and, I, and so after graduation, Jamie, I ran back to my room. And, you know, we were all trying to clear out and everything. It didn't even dawn on me that, <laughs> it, it really didn't dawn on me what it would take to kind of clear. Because I'm just running at that point. Because we got stuff to turn in. We are turning into dress grays. Remember, our full dress had gotten ruined. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for graduation parade, yeah. So, it, you know what my dumb ass did? I, I was, I think about it now. This was the dumbest thing. I took my, because I'm like, I can't do anything with this. And I threw it in the dumpster, man. Outside, outside of Old South, because I'm like, this thing is totally ruined. It's useless, and they're not going to take it back. I threw it in the dumpster. Yeah. I regret I that. I shrunk down. Yeah, I, I, I regret that. I was but like, you know what? You were so you know, stupid. One of our smart classmates actually made a claim and got paid for it. Wow. You yeah. should do that. You're yeah. a funny. <laughs> yeah. 28 years so, later. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 so, submit a claim for this. So I, I run back. I clear out my room because I had some family members that had come up the night before. Remember, you drove the car out. I dumped a bunch of stuff in the car. And then I ran. And Jamie, so my bar pinning ceremony, you know, everybody's out doing a nice bar pinning ceremony. Dude, I'm standing in my room in the mirror. And I just was like. <laughs> I just, I just looked in the mirror, put my bars, because I'm like, I gotta go get married, right? Oh, I took man. off my India whites. I gotta go get married, right? So I pinned my own, because my, fa dude, it was just complete disrespect. My family, the, I didn't even the, know, the, the they were, they were the wherever they were. Like, I didn't even factor that in. Oh my God. I didn't factor that in. And then my next task, <laughs> as you know, was where are the saber bearers, right? Right. So, so I pinned those on. I run up to the chapel, right? It's because the wedding is scheduled for 3 o'clock. I run up to the chapel. Chaplain camp is up there. And there's, like, nobody up there. Like, there's a couple of my old teachers. And I'm panting and everything. He's like, Amuso, calm down. We got plenty of time. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm like, well, where's Monica? You know? So, so nobody. Yeah, so, you know, I kind of calmed down. My, you know, my brother was there. Good friend, my, a couple of good friends from high school who were going to be uh, the groomsmen were there. And we start kind of getting ready uh, yeah. for, for the wedding, and then and I was supposed to be there. Supposed, yeah, yeah, you were. I, we'll finish on this, but yeah. one of my big regrets because I was, I was, I had like I lived in New Jersey, so like it was yes. conceivable to right. to get out of West Point and get home and yeah. have a graduation party at home. Yeah. So my mother right. is having a graduation party for me, yeah. and I'm waiting to do this saber bearer thing, but there's no. Bride. Yeah, there's no bride. There's okay. no bride. No, there so, wasn't. The so, bride was late. Yeah, no, the, the bride, bride was probably in traffic though. Right? Yeah, she's coming absolutely. up from Jersey. Yeah, she was coming up. And she's getting her family in tow and everything, and trying to get her family corralled up to to come up to the. But it happened. Here we are, 20, 27 and a half years. Yeah, thank God for that. Yeah, what it was? What a wild day. So as I told you. Time is gonna go by like that. Yeah, we're thirty minutes in. Oh. Mm -hmm. how fast this goes? It's <laughs> unbelievable. There's so much to talk about, right? Yeah. So we have like we try to like create uh, a little bit of a agenda, like an arc of the podcast, and mm -hmm. like three big stories, right? right? So 
the army's a big story, but a really big story is making general, right? Yeah. And so, you know, that was, it was an amazing day. Now, but, but j just to sort of back up, because, you know, there's the actual formal getting on the list and making general, right? right? But then there's the two or three years that happened prior to that where, like, you're, you're managing your career. People are kind of, like, telling you, like, oh, you know, you're, you're in the running. Uh, like, like right. you're not quite sure how that's going to all go down. But, right. but then it comes down, like, the orders are, are done, but they're not published, right? So people are congratulating right. you, and you're like... Don't right. So, well, there, okay, so there was the period, like, uh, I guess before the list was officially released when the list actually went to the Senate for, you know, confirmation. And, and so that's kind of when, you know, everybody sees, because that's public information right, right there. So once, once that goes uh, public, you know, you, you're still waiting for Senate confirmation. But even before that, there's kind of like a period where... So there are certain things going on that, um, you know, you kind of get an indication. Uh, number one, you're probably contacted by uh, uh, by the GOMO, the General Officer Management Office, and there, because there's there are education requirements. There's professional military education that you got to do something called the Army Strategic Education Program. So I, you know, you you get notification from them because they're scheduling you for. You know, for uh, for a course, um, and you know, it, it's people probably some people kind of treat you differently. You get people I mean, come up and gra congratulate you, you, you and you're you like, "There's no list, right? Right, there's right. No, there's anything, no guarantees. Yeah, there's right. There's right. anything even the, in, yeah, any, anything yeah. could change. Absolutely. Like you yeah. mentioned the confirmation before, process. Like, like when McMaster got selected to do the NSA, there's like this incredible sort of like system of like there's like a domino effect, like it changes everything. Like when a geo right. takes a position outside geo. of right, right, yeah, it, it, like there's this whole crazy thing that happens. Like like everybody, like you were gonna go here and he was gonna go there, she was gonna go there, but now it's all thrown back up in the air. It's like uh, right. Usually, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like geo assignments are triggered um, when a senior geo assignment is made. That can sometimes that often trigger multiple third and fourth. Oh yeah, effect. down the line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you and I, you and I were talking. Like, you know, I think I'm doing this, whatever. I'm checking every, every day. I'm like, I got like auto refresh on my on my screen. And my my daughter Grace is like, Dad, Dad, it's like it's like you're making general. And I was like, you know what? It kind of is. I feel like a part of me is making general. Like, like all of us. Like, like we're all basically, you know, going through the mud, doing all that crazy shit yeah. that we did. I felt like it was a part. Like, it was a part there. You know? Yeah. yeah. So it was awesome. Yeah. It was an awesome day. And uh, so I was blessed to be able to have the opportunity to come down to your, to your promotion ceremony. It was right. great. And I noticed there's this once, so like, it's a big event. There's probably, I'd say there was 40 or 50 classmates. Yeah, yeah we, had, we had a good number. We had a great number. And I appreciate everybody. Yeah, there, there's, yeah there's, I, it was yeah. a great event. It was that a great was, event. Yeah. So, so, so General Horlander is up there yeah. doing the whole thing, right? right. And they had you sitting in yeah, the chair. We're sitting, yeah. <laughs> like you're, like, you're by yourself sitting yeah. in this chair looking yeah. at what's going through your mind? Like what is I, that what is go like what is that like? So I so I'm gonna tell you like honestly the first thing that's going through my mind is do not fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> do not and I'm gonna tell because Jamie That would be hilarious if you Oh get, my god, if, if I started you, nodding you, off, man. Oh I, my god. Cause oh you my know, god. it was 
But it was entire not because it was, not, it was kind of a warm day. It was like June, right? It, so it, yeah, but you're all dressed up in your heavy all, duty stuff. It, there was Jamie. I because I was at work the day before. You know, I think I left at like because I was running to go wow. get the you cake. Were there, like, to, you were there. Like, I was picking John up from the picking Monica's brother up from uh, from the train station. Then we had to go run and get the cake and and then I had we had family and friends and everybody's so. It there was so much going on. It was like overload, and I, you know, fortunately I had a great team, uh, you know, folks back in the office that were helping, and Monica and my family, like my aunt, you know, I had family members helping out. But I was up until probably one or two in the morning mm -hmm. um, because just we were just getting stuff ready. I'm trying to make sure my uniform is ready. Right. You know, it's like a wedding. It's like a big, yeah. big deal. And, yeah. and and so by the time, you know, I, I, I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't nervous, but by the time you get to the stage and, and you just, cause you really want to do it right for, mm -hmm. for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And when I got on the stage and, you know, General Orlando was talking and, and uh, making comments and whatnot, and then I, I, I kind of realized, like, okay, I got to make sure I stay alert because I don't want to, like you know, I don't... You're pinching your leg. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, just not real, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm not off or something or doze mm -hmm. off. But, but then just kind of looking out because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we had, it was like the interconnection of so many different really like networks or groups oh, yeah, you know because yeah, we had right. exactly yeah. so i had my family there right i had um you know classmates obviously and then high other west ones high school classmates college uh you know i had one one a couple of teachers uh, yeah. from high school and then folks i mean besides just like our class and west pointers uh folks that i've just come up through the army with soldiers right. that right. i served with like my my battalion command sergeant major Help present the the, the geo flag and whatnot. So and your uh, classmate from high school, the yeah, Air Force, yeah, Eric uh, Carter, yeah, 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 he's a senior master sergeant in the Air right. Force. He's serving at the Pentagon as well. So it was that was probably, you know obviously one of the best days of my life. Uh, man. It was, just yes, yeah. it, it was magnificent. And you know you did a wonderful speech. And the most poignant part that I remember, aside from you mentioning my name, which was nice, but, <laughs> uh, you saying you saying we're here because of one woman. We're here because of one person, my 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 wife Monica. And that was beautiful. That was that was great. That was yeah. great. That was a great great day. Yeah. What what I also noticed about that day is you had not only do you have a bunch of our classmates, you had a bunch of classmates from high school. Yeah. And you had like representatives from your entire hometown. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, that's, yeah. If, if there yeah. ever was a hometown <laughs> hero from Hempstead, yeah. Long Island, yeah, it was it was yeah. you, right? Yeah. So tell me, let's go all the way back. Okay. Let's talk about pre-West Point. Let's talk about Hempstead. Okay. All right. So yeah. So all those people, you had you had teachers, you had your guidance counselors, principals, the mayor of Hempstead, like yeah. everybody's there. Like yeah. you were like the like the hero of that town. So I, I mean, at the time I was, I would, you know, I wasn't the hero per se, but I, I, uh, I, I had done, you know, I graduated from Hempstead High School, so I went. I, I'm. We actually moved from um, from New York City. You were in Harlem. Second grade. Yeah, I, right. I lived in Harlem. I uh, I was actually I was actually born in Boston. I spent like the first couple of years. Well, the first couple of weeks, excuse me, of, of my life in Boston. We we could talk about that. You mm -hmm. know how that came to pass, but um, 
Uh, and, but my mom, mom yeah, mom was at Harvard. Yeah, my mom was at Harvard. She was she at was, Harvard Law School. I yeah, think, right? and, yeah, and right. my dad was at Harvard as well. You mm -hmm. know, uh, get, getting a degree, and uh, so I grew up in uh, New York City until second grade or so. But and then we moved to Hempstead. After you're born, mom and dad. Yeah, and you, yeah. And you, you never. Right. We'll, my, we'll talk my, about your dad, but yeah. dad was out of the picture. Right. And right. mom was basically, and yeah. you're a twin. People right. may not know that. He's got yeah. a twin brother. Fraternal, fraternal twin. twin. Right, right. And so so she's got two kids in tow. Right, and then three, because my younger brother, Emmanuel. So three yeah. kids in tow. Yeah. And no, 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 the man is out of the picture. Right. And so all, despite the fact that she has a Harvard Law degree, she yeah. she's a single mom yeah, in New York City for, yeah. raising these three boys. Yeah, she sacrificed. I mean, I'm, you, you know. I know, but tell, tell. Yeah, <laughs> she no, she did. She uh, she sacrificed so much, you know, for for me and my uh, for my younger brothers. So, right. uh, so we we moved we moved to Hempstead uh, second. Like I said, it was about second grade because mm -hmm. uh, my my family kind of lived was centered around the New York area, and then I've you know I've had relatives uh, move out to uh, different places, but. We left um, Hempstead um, uh, in second grade or so, and then um, you know went through our high went through Hempstead through high school uh, there. But uh, she basically put her you know kind of her career, career on ice. Yeah, her focus was on really on raising us. So and so she I mean she worked in Hempstead. She uh, worked in the uh, the pre kindergarten. She was like a preschool teacher. Right. Uh, kindergarten. Pre-kindergarten and kindergarten teacher with a Harvard law degree. Yeah, so yeah. consequently, like you did not have the resources that one might expect of a parent with a Harvard yeah. law degree because she right. was. But I, so what I yeah, but you know I'd say I had the resources that really mattered. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that was like you a know, loving that, parent, a absolutely. loving parent, and supportive family, and a supportive families, and, and really a supportive community too. Right. You know when it all comes down to it. So right. so yeah. So now Hempstead, Hempstead is um, is Long Island. It's yeah. like it's a suburb of New York City. Yeah, yeah. And, and like like you get everywhere basically with your feet and the subway and everything right. else, right? Yeah. So fast forward, please. <laughs> we're waiting in line. So we're 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 at basic training. That's cadet basic training. Cadet That's right. Basic training. Yeah. So I didn't have a driver's license. No, you never drove I, a car. I had never well, driven a car. I, I, I didn't even have a driver's I remember license. Sitting, I remember talking to you, like, sitting on my waiting to get in, like, the deuce and half. I said, I'm not too good yeah. at driving a stick. Like I, like, I know I got like, put in the clutch. And, like, and you're like, i never driven a car before. <laughs> I'm like, you never yeah. drove a car before? Yeah, because we didn't have a car. Yeah. And we so didn't have a car. I remember... You basically that deuce and half like jumped up like on a wheelie when you were driving. Is that you? I don't no, even I remember. I remember that. I remember, I remember that deuce and half, like jumping. I remember we were driving a Cub V, but I guess I don't know. They probably pulled me out of the deuce and a half so quick, man. You yeah, because yeah. I didn't have a license. Because like, I remember never driven a car before. Yeah, and they just like put us in a vehicle. You know, they just put us in a vehicle. They didn't even care. Like, hey, yeah. you're gonna drive, so. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you want to go to West Point? Like, how did you get connected as that as an opportunity for you? You know, there. So there were there were a couple of things going on. You know, I so I, you know, I I done pretty well in high school. I had really good grades. Skipped the grade. That's why he's younger than everybody. <laughs> skipped the grade in grammar school. Yeah. So you came into West Point. You had just turned seventeen. Yeah. 
Yeah, I turned yeah. 17 in, uh, in January. Right. So, um, uh, you know, I was, I was involved in a lot of activities in, in high school um, uh, and then played sports. So I, I, Nobody served in the military in your family part. No, no. I, I, I really didn't have any, uh, uh, any military in my family. But I, I had gone to uh, a, uh, um, what do you call it? Well, a college fair. Right. Going to a college fair. And the service academies were lined up. They had uh, tables there. And a guy was talking about the opportunity to go to a service academy and it was tuition free and you know how prestigious it was. So I kind of you know made a beeline to the table. And mm -hmm. at, so actually I picked up some information uh, uh, on West Point and the Naval Academy and then um, um, the Air Force Academy as well. But you know I was kind of drawn to uh, to to, uh, to West Point, and then so you know back in those days we didn't have the internet and whatnot. So you fill out a little postcard, and you you actually send it in, and that's when I think I had like the first contact with the admissions department. Uh -huh. and junior, you know, that was so did it become year. like your first choice to go there? It did. It did. It, did it, it, what about the other academies? Uh, I never I never applied to the other academies. I ended mm -hmm. up not. Did applying. you get an early action? I for West Point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're just like done with the cold college thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, um, you know, one of our I gotta find somebody on this podcast yeah. may know. One of our classmates, and I don't know who it is, got in the night before our day. They, yeah, I remember hearing. Somebody yeah. got a phone call like June thirtieth saying we have they, somebody who's not right coming. coming. If right. you could be here tomorrow, you got a spot. I don't know who that, and they graduated. Right. I don't know who that is, but I would, I would, I would love to be able to. Find, I, I want to put that person on the podcast. Yeah, know? yeah. I want to hear that story. Yeah. So I forget who that is. Maybe somebody here can pepper that into the comments if they yeah. know. Yeah. So, but um, it, it's helpful too. The comments have kind of slowed down, so just periodically give us a thumbs up so I know that we're still live. I think we are, but I'm, I'm just gonna double check because we're like delayed by like five or six seconds. Okay. Here, yeah. So. yeah. But um, so. So you got into West Point, show right. up, show up, plebe year. You're in the squad ahead of me. We we become friends, right. um, and um, and so plebe year, <laughs> so plebe year first semester. You so I, so I had Johnny Williams. Johnny Williams was my was my it was my plebe my plebe um, my um, beast roommate. Right. right? Okay. And he's yeah. he's a great guy. Yep. He's a great yeah, he guy. Is. But he's a character. Yeah. He's a char <laughs> character and a half, right? Yeah. So then they put you and Johnny Williams they together. They put me and John first together semester. first semester. So we were talking about this before. They, they, you and Johnny Williams, Madison Tukpa, who was from James Liberia. Tukpa, yeah, yeah, yeah. James Madison Tukpa. He and Mel He was the assistant squad leader. He was they the had a, basically made a black squad. Yeah, for our company. <laughs> I, which is, and Mel Smith was our squad leader. She was your yeah. squad leader, yeah. And, so, I, you know, it always kind of seemed like, you know, it's kind of funny now, but it seemed like Mel was... I, you know, Mel was a character too. She was. She was. She, she was, but she was tough, man. She. Yeah. I, that's what I recall. She was. She was pretty hard on me and John. But yeah. you know, all I think you know, trying to make sure that you know, hey, so, we were plebes and she was responsible. We're not. <laughs> we're not allowed to smoke at West Point, right? Right. Right. So me and John got into this big <laughs> fight. I'm trying. So John, you know, he's in the room smoking. <laughs> Uh, cigarettes and cigars, and then we got into this scuffle once, and I'm trying to grab a cigarette from him and throw it out the window. And John is like laughing the whole time, right? Man. He just thought he, it was 
Yeah. <laughs> he had such a unique because he grew up like he was. He grew up in Germany. His, right. These these schools. Yep. Like, oh, I so think yeah. his mom was like the superintendent, superintendent yeah, of, of like, all schools of Europe. Europe, Dodge Europe, or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he yeah. he kind of came through with a little bit of like swagger. He had like he had yeah. a little bit of an attitude. Like I know what's going on. The whole thing. Oh my God, he was yeah. so fine though. He yeah. was so he was great. He was he's he and he's on he's on this podcast here. Are you listening? Anyway? <laughs> yeah. He's a character and a half, though. So, so plebe year, plebe year yeah. was tough. It was a tough year. Aside yeah. from, aside from it being, you know, kind of a, a trying time to go through Westbrook right. and all, you had some events happen in your life that were tough. Right. And right. Um, so, <clears throat> so tell me about. It. So you grew up, you grew up with, with close to family. You right, had cousins right. I, and everything else. Yeah, cousins and aunt and uh, one a cousin that I. Um, was that really I grew up with um, uh, actually we were same age he was just a couple months uh, behind us behind me and Dana Bo. Uh he ended up getting killed he lived in New York City and um, he had uh, gotten killed actually on the streets in New York so you know that hit me pretty hard and, and he, he yeah, was, was like second semester he got wrapped up in was it second semester or first semester it was second semester second it was semester. like I, I so it was first semester it, yeah yeah first semester it, I think first semester maybe it was Thanksgiving or something I remember you telling me that he was selling drugs yeah he was like yeah. involved in and he because like, he showed you like a bag of crack yeah, yeah. and and you were like dude like yeah just get that away from me yeah. yeah and like the whole family was like, "Oh, he's working hard." He's like, they were kind of in denial, right? Like, like, like. He I think uh, no, I, I. So, without going into too much detail, I, I folks, you know, we kind of knew, and folks were trying to kind of reach, reach through to him, but and I don't. He wasn't like I don't think really into it. I think he was just trying to find his way, you know. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. Um, he, he was just trying to do the best he could, and. Um, yeah, he was just kind of a victim of something that really, you know, you wouldn't want folks to be involved in. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it just, you know, kind of stunned the family, hit the family pretty hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know it hit you hard too because yeah. you were up at West Point. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. and it went, just came out of nowhere. You really. went to the funeral and everything. I did, yeah, yeah. It was second semester, uh, plebe year, ended up, because uh, I remember having to go to the TAC and kind of explain to him, like, you know, happened. this yeah, this is like not just like a cousin who lives. This is like somebody it's actually like a, grew. It's up. like a it's like a brother. Yeah, basically. actually, yeah. Did you guys yeah. live in the same house? Yeah, we did uh, when we were in New York City. You know, and then we moved. Me and Dana Boy moved out to Hempstead, and uh, so he stayed in the city. Um, you know, with my family in the city. Yeah, I remember that plebe year too, because like you know, you and I we became fast friends, and we right. like, like there was there was a there. I also experienced some difficulty. A different type of difficulty but you know my father who has always been he passed away a couple of years ago but um he was not your typical kind of like i was i always looked at like <clears throat> mr sharp and mr camp like like you know cliff sharp like brian oh, sharp like, yeah. like he was like this kind of like you know gregarious kind of you know but fatherly figure to everybody like, yeah. it's like man, my father was not like my father, I've learned later in life, he suffered from mental illness. Like, like it all makes sense later. He was yeah. bipolar, and uh, and so he struggled. Right. He struggled, and and it was a tough time. And I remember I had this big, big altercation with him. He was, he he was had a, he was dropping me off at West Point, but his friend was driving because he was my my father was like. 
totally inebriated, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this huge scene we had right by Grant Hall. Yeah. My father was trying to like give me all this fatherly advice and like this like and he's just not making any sense and he's like trying to follow me into like and it was like the worst and my grandmother had just died and it was a mess. Even crazier story. Um, but my, my grandmother died the same night that my father was almost getting arrested for a domestic violence thing, right? Wow. And so I had to have my friends go pick up my father. My mother was furious with me for picking up my father. The whole, so I, wow. I couldn't wait to get back to West Point yeah. after, after, um, after our, uh, after a Christmas leave. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. is, I said, my, as, as screwed up as West Point is, my life, my civilian life is so screwed up, I can't wait to get back to West Point. Right. right. And I remember telling you about this, and you may not remember this, but I remember right. you said, at least your dad's in your life. Yeah. At least, at least you have a father that's in your life. And I remember being like, "Oh, fuck." Yeah, you're right. Like, I, but I, at that time, I said, "I've got to shut this guy out of my life because yeah. it's too crazy, right. and I can't. I got to get my head right to get through second semester." Right. right. So yeah. I'm doing that, and then, then, then your cousin dies, and right. you and I were like, kind of like there for each other. Yeah. Right. That, then yeah. that's that's. I think that was kind of part of the, the tough part of of Plevier. So we yeah. decide. So we decided yearly that we should be roommates. Right. 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 So we get to yeah. put in and we're, we're roommates together. Right. So it's it's me and it's you and it's another classmate who we're going to call Quinn. Right. For this conversation because that's not his real name. Right. Um, so we have so it's so 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 it's, you know you and I were good buddies and right. Quinn is this third person thrown into the room with us right. and um, Quinn is from is from Boston. Right. South of Boston, grew up in a kind of like rough and tumble neighborhood. Um, and uh, has a kind of a kind of a insensitive viewpoint of African Americans, right? Right. Which I really didn't know at the time until a certain incident. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, so, I yeah. so so we're going to talk about that about yeah. that incident, right? Because yeah. so because you know we're yearlings. There's three of us. And by the way, Mike, I'm looking. At you. I, I don't want you to have to stay in longer than you have to. But if you're like, <laughs> yeah, you'll just leave, right? Because I know you got this. So. so so it's first semester of yearling year, right? This is a, this is a, you know, this is a, like you're just beginning to sort of like not be a plebe anymore. Right. It's great, you know. Yeah. But you still have to share things, right? You're right. allowed one radio in your room. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to have one poster on the wall. Yeah, that, was, that was the whole core. And, yeah. and, and that, was, that was it, right? So we would take turns yeah. listening to music, right? Yeah. So like, and I think we were just trying to like expose it. You know, it was, it was like an opportunity to learn about we were all learning about each other, you know, yeah, we all yeah. came from different backgrounds and whatnot, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, so it was, but it's like, you know, you're 19 years old or right. 18, 19 years old, young right. kids, you say stupid things, you know, right. you do stupid things, you come right. from, you're a victim of your own sort of upbringing and your own limitations of your upbringing. So he has this perspective on what would be the definition of an N-word, an N-I-G-G-E-R, right? Like, and, uh, and so, and then on top of that, like he would mutter under his breath or like, if you left the room, he'd be like, I'm tired of this yeah. blank See, I didn't even music. know it. I, I didn't he even know He would say, I don't want to listen to this blank, like yeah. turn to me as the white guy. Like, don't you, are you want to listen to this? Like, yeah, I didn't he's even, rap? Yeah, you know? I didn't even know. So, you know, I, and I'll, I'll provide a little more background. I, uh, you know, hey, we're, we were all kids, right? So, hey, I like to listen to, rap and hip-hop and R&B. So I was like trying to build this collection, you know, one of my like own individual things was like, I had all these cassettes, 
Right, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. remember I had all these cassettes. And people would like come to my room and say, hey Moose, I want to borrow a cassette, you know. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, I had, you know, I just had popular artists at the time, like Run DMC and what, yeah, I had right, a, yeah. a whole bunch of cassettes. By the way, we still had them. You did? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So, so yeah, so. Don't tell us the way, you're gonna make money in this house. Yeah, like that Polish pottery's one. Right, the very best. That's right. right. The vintage. Uh, the vintage bungee. cassettes, yeah. 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 So I just I, I just had like a growing collection mm -hmm. of uh, like R and B hip hop rap and we would and take turns we yeah we would take yeah that's and right we, and we, then we'd have like Bruce Springsteen yeah and then we'd yeah. have whatever yeah and we were just yeah it was that it was yes yeah. it was it was a great cultural immersion it it was it was so so one day uh, you know Rob Burns comes to my and I didn't even really know Rob because we were all in the same battalion Rob was in D one. Yeah. But I knew Rob. Right. Rob was in yeah. my squad at Buckner. Right, you told me. Yeah. He was in your squad. But I didn't really know him at the time. But I, I think he had heard that, hey, I had this collection of tapes. So we started talking. He's like, hey, can I come by and borrow one of your tapes, one right. of your cassettes? So I'm like, yeah, okay. So Rob comes by and gets, you know, he's like, hey, cool. I got, you know, this one. Okay, cool. Because I think we were all sitting. You weren't there. Uh, me and Quinn were sitting mm -hmm. in a room. I think I was sitting at my desk doing homework or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Quinn just out of nowhere, Jamie, like turns around to me and says, now that's what I call a N-word. About Rob. Yeah. So ca totally caught me like, because I, I didn't know. Yeah, so I, I really didn't know. You grew up, you grew up in a community that was mostly African-American, right? Yeah, in, so in uh, Hempstead, you know, diverse community, the high school I went to, mostly African-American, mm -hmm. but all around, I mean, the towns, you know, they're white, Asian, and mm -hmm. whatnot. So, but my high school was uh, predominantly African-American, but I, you know, I, playing sports and yeah. being involved in a bunch of activities and whatnot, you know, I had obviously interaction with, uh, with a lot of folks, so yeah, I, I remember. I mean, I I was for, I grew up in a fairly diverse community. Yeah. So I had like a lot of a lot of people that I interacted with that were you know not white and yeah. I remember saying later that I never really experienced racism until I came to West Point. Yeah. And I told this to one of my African American friends from high school, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Do you remember?" Like, I I just was oblivious to it. I didn't right. know. Like, so like, like I guess that's the point. Like, that's the. Coming from the privileged background, or like not like not having the empathy, not not thinking like with, with that empathy lens. Right. Like I thought like, oh, if I grew up in a diverse community, I like there there there's no racism. That, like I was, I just wasn't aware of it. I didn't right. see it, you know. Right. But where I really saw it was there year right. on year right. with Quinn in the room. Right. right. So so you came back to the room, man. That's where because I was sit. So I kind of turned around to him and said, I can't believe. That you just said that I was like pretty upset, right? Because I it just completely stunned because I didn't know that's right. how he really was because he'd never said anything to me. I mean, for goodness sake, we just yeah. all spent plea gear together, went through cadet basic training, went. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I didn't know that about him. I right. didn't know it about him. Right. And so when he said that, it completely caught caught me off guard. Right. You know. Right. And so. Either you told Rob or I told Rob. I told Rob. Right. Yeah. And Rob wrote him up. Yeah, Rob Rob put it he put Rob it in. Put it he in. was like, hey, we need to report it. Yeah. He said and we so, need to report it. So kaboom, first class board, 
big incident, yeah. right? This kid gets put on the area, Quinn, and um, and he gets in, like there's a there's also this whole whatever they call the CLPD or I think it's what CLP like they had to go like report and talk about like some kind of like insensitivity and sensitivity training all right. that kind of stuff, right? And so so here we are, these three roommates, right? You know. Quinn, me, you, oh, trying to clean the room. Pretty tense at that point, yeah. right. But, but nobody's like picking up on this. Hey, but this yeah. kid's they got a first class board because you call that kid, you know, and like you're going to let them stay in a room for the next month together, right? It's like a pressure cooker. <laughs> <It's> like, <yeah. laughs> so I'm in the middle of this whole thing, right? And I say this to this day. This is the most formative experience of my cadet career. It was my entire yearling year. And yes. My relationship with Moose, entirely, entire, entire yearling year. This was a big, this was a big thing. And so, because, um, you know, basically, this thing is like cooking off, and he's... Yeah, he's it was. It was getting the, tense. He's walking on the area and all thing. So then, finally, they make the decision, we got to move these, we got to move right. this kid out. So right. they move Quinn out, and they bring in Bax, which is great, because yeah, Bax, Bax is the best. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bax is the best. Awesome. I, mean, yeah. I remember talking to Bax about, like, because Bax is older than us, Bax is yeah. like, you know, why don't you guys take a knee, let me uh, give you a little pointers here. <laughs> yeah. I remember having a conversation with, with Bax too, because I used to shave and leave the shavings in the sink. He's yeah. like, can't you just clean that shit up? Like, I said, you know, you're right, man, I, I, I will do that. Like, so... I love Bax. God, Bax is yeah. so good. Yeah. I, such a, and you, we you were, we're roommates first year, all the first year, me did, and Bax. Did you go to OBC with him, too? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, so Bax came into our room. Remember Bax had the girlfriend that was a uh, firstie? No, I didn't know. Remember that? <laughs> no, Because he, he, <laughs> he needed a more mature woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know, man. Because Bax is older than us, young guy. Yeah. So, yeah. He's like three years older than us, but back then I think he was like a senior citizen. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. So Quinn, so Quinn gets this first class board and they decide they're going to re retain him because like, right. they, we can work with him, whatever. And he had to go for um, this training or whatever. And he would like, he'd have to keep this notebook of like his observations and like what he thought, what his impression was and what he thought, right? And so I remember seeing this. He either showed it to me or left it out. I remember him showing like, Moose is sleeping in the bed. Like, that's the observation. My impression is he's a lazy N-word. Yeah. That was his, so he was trying to like deprogram his sort of like, uh, uh, like insensitivity, his, his yeah. racism, right? Yeah. Oh my God. So then, so then Quinn, Quinn's on the area, right? He still resents the whole thing. Right, right? he does, yeah. And so... Because I don't think we were talking at that point. We probably uh, were given an order not to have any contact right. and whatnot. But you're in the same room. In the same room, right. Go figure, right? Yeah, like, what the... And so, um, so he goes on the area, and, he's, and he just spews this racist venom to another classmate. I think it was Rob Goldsmith. Uh, not, no, no Grant, Goldsmith. Grant Goldsmith. Yeah. So Grant Goldsmith, I think, said, this is bizarre, like, what I'm listening to, and he reports it to his pack, right? So now it gets elevated like to wow. like a separation board, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so I, at that point, you know, it was fun. I, at that, I was surprised when he ended up getting separated because I, for whatever reason, I didn't think he'd get separated. Mm -hmm. I was actually surprised. Well, I, I remember vividly the fact that he said to me, you know, I'm going to have this character board and I need you to step up. I need you to be that like, 
you're the guy that was in the room, I need you to step up. Wow. And, uh, and I remember saying, I'm gonna tell the truth. Whatever you ask me a question, I'm gonna tell the truth. Right. Yeah. And so, like, you can call me or whatever, but, so, because what happened was, it went up to the comp, right. who was African American, yeah. who said, retain him. That's what I had heard. And yeah. they got flipped up to the soup, soup. and the soup, and soup said, said, he's gone. He's gone, right? right. So, but anyway, I remember there was this, like, this moment in this, like, kind of semi-quasi-court proceeding, right? And he said, have you ever heard, other than the one time that you alleged to have heard that I used the N-word, have you ever heard me use the N-word? And I said, yes. You know, yeah. yes, I have. I've heard you refer to, you know, the N-word as a descriptor of music. I saw you write it in your in your journal, you know, wow. and uh, and then I, I said, and by the way, this should not be surprising because I told you before we came in here, I'm going <laughs> to say exactly what what wow. happened, you know, yeah. and so I remember he was like, you didn't say enough for me. I was like, fuck no, of course I didn't. Yeah. Like like because I'm going to tell the truth, you know. Yeah. And um, so to me that was like a big big deal. Yeah. Right. So. We should tell, we should begin, so also in that semester, you got from your grandmother, your aunt or something, you got yeah. some letters, right? Or something, you got... Yeah, so I, uh, so that was, that was actually first semester, which, and it bled over into second, second semester. semester. Right. We were roommates the whole time. Though. Yeah, yeah. We, so first into, semester. That, all of that is Yeah, this going is all on. happening, and you there find was, out that right. you're, so, so your parents, they met right. in Harvard. Right. Your father was from Nigeria. He was from Nigeria. He moved yeah. back to Nigeria. He went back to Nigeria. He left your mom with these three kids, right? Two, yeah. Two, well, two kids. Two kids. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. So then, so then um, unbeknownst to you, he wrote you a letter, I think? Or? I actually had written him. Uh, but how did you have his address? Because he I got it from, yeah, I got, it, I got his address from my grandmother, you know. And um, so I had reached out to him just to say, hey, you know. I'm a student at West Point, you know, would love to talk to you. Here's my contact information. I gave him like the phone number to the company orderly room, you right. know. And so you just uh, put, so, so you, you address this letter to yeah, so it was like, in yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, what was his yeah, name? Orlando. Orlando George. Orlando. And he yeah, named you Amuso. Right. And Amuso has a, a special name. Yeah. What does means, it mean? It means like, it means end all wars or war should end. War yeah. should end. Yeah. Brigadier yeah. General. And now I'm in <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and yeah, so you can't make this stuff. No, up, right? you can't make this yeah. stuff up. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. nothing. We should digress for a second because yearling year was also when you could get credit cards for the first time. Oh yeah, <laughs> Moose and I got into a little bit of trouble with credit cards. <laughs> so we could first get our credit cards, right? And like, like shit, like you could buy anything you want. You don't need money. You just yeah, get this thing, right? So what did I do? I you went. You went. I, I went. You went I bought, nuts. I bought cassettes. You bought cassettes. You bought clothes. Yeah. You bought everything. I remember, I remember you had like this leather jacket. Yeah. You, you yeah. jumped on the bed in a leather jacket. You just danced. Just like, oh, I love Did this jacket. So, yeah. Moose got, so the man is now managing a $180 billion budget. <laughs> got a little bit of credit card debt back in the day. And, uh, oh my God, those were good times. So I just seen all that stuff. I was like, Moose, what are you going to do? I remember we cut the credit cards up. Did I cut it up? I, I cut mine up. Oh, you cut yours up. 
But then, you know, yeah, because reality sets in, and you're like, okay, wait, you got to do some math here, because the cadet. Yeah, yeah, this was sophomore year. This was your early year. Yeah, this was your early year. You might still be paying off this debt, though. Absolutely not. So, but yeah. 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 So, so, uh, yeah, that was, that not, was... not unlike kids today, you no, know, because no, 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 you no, look back on, uh, on uh, a lot of that now and, you know, it's like the part of the normal, you know, at least uh, college experience for some <laughs> folks. So yeah, we got some comments coming. Yeah. Out. Somebody said, I know, I know who Quinn is. He grew up in the town next to me. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to, we're going to keep it, we're going to keep okay. it confidential. So or, you guys can, uh, you guys can put two and two together. Yeah. So, so anyway, it comes down. So Quinn, Gets separated. He gets separated. Right. He gets separated. Yeah. And uh, and that was that was uh, not everybody knows the whole. Not everybody right. knew the whole story. It's like, well, what the fuck? You know, yeah. why, why, why do you, why do you? So he gets separated, which is a big event, right? Right. And it's it, like there weren't too many Quinn fans, though. Realistically, there weren't. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of people like in his camp, but it wasn't was like it was like this huge divisive thing because they're like he's also having some trouble just you know supporting our classmates and whatever. So so he gets separated. <clears throat> And you get a letter. No, no. You get a phone I, call. Right. You I get, get a phone call. So, right. So, second yeah. semester. It was right after we had gotten back. Second semester just started. Second semester. And so, you get a phone call. It's in morning formation. CQ comes up and says. Yeah, hey, you got a phone call. From Nigeria. From, from Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're like, holy shit. Yeah, like, what the. So, because you had written a letter, the whole right. thing. Phone call from Nigeria. Yeah. So, so we're gonna go off the breakfast formation. I'm like, Moose, you gotta, you gotta stay here. Like, like, wait for the phone call. You gotta stay right. here. I go off the breakfast formation. I can't wait to come back to see what, what happened. Right? Mm -hmm. I come back, and you're devastated. Yeah. So I, uh, it was. I get on the phone, and it's a guy who's telling me he's my brother. He's my older brother, and our father has just died, and. I have to come to Nigeria. Me and uh, Danabo, my uh, fraternal twin brother, we need to come to Nigeria right away to come to his funeral because he's just passed away. And it's like, you know, there was, it was, you know, it was just kind of stunning because first of all, I didn't know I had other a siblings. Brother. Yeah, a brother, uh, as actually, as I came to find out as well as two sisters uh, in Nigeria. Um, and, uh, and, and then that our, my dad had, passed away like I never really got to meet him you know what I'm saying so uh, um, so that was a lot to take in that morning as an 18 year old kid. yeah as an 18 year yeah 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 um, and so you know we you know we start talking and he's explaining who he is and um, and just giving me some information about when the funeral is and uh, uh, long story short I didn't make it out there to the funeral. I mean, there's a it, whole bunch of logistics you got to get. There's passport, yeah. permission to go to this, it's Nigeria like, from right. West Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like January 10th or January 15th, something you know, somewhere around the beginning of January, and the funeral is on like January 30th. But it's at the end of Janu January. I have no earthly clue at that. You know, I'm trying to. I think I was getting ready to go to math class, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm just trying to take this all in and process this. You know, this person that you never met, that I never met, that you wrote to, that you just missed because yeah. he got this letter. So your brother found this in his stuff and his right and his uh, and his personal papers and whatnot. Um, and so uh, he found the contact information and called the company orderly room 
and uh, just you know some just morning in January, a morning in January, yeah, yep, and uh, and so so yeah. we got all this stuff going on, right? Your cousin died, you found out your father died. We got Quinn got separated from West Point. I mean, yeah. like this is a lot of shit yes. for an eighteen-year-old kid to be taking. Yeah. And I and I remember it was like these the words harking back. At least you know your dad. Like to me, yeah. like I got like as as much of it. I mean, and that's kind of the story of my whole life was trying to work with my father in right. all these different <clears throat> contexts to help him sort of get well. Which you know, I helped somewhat, but it, you, just only so much you could do with, right. with with what he was faced with. And so, but anyway, like this was this was a huge kind of like event that we experienced together. Right. Right. Yeah. But there's a certain amount of pride, I think, that also came with the fact that you knew that he wanted to contact you. He was from Africa. Yeah. You were going through this whole experience with this this thing that happened with Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. And you began to sort of really kind of identify with your your African American roots. Like it was becoming more and more. Of a, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it was always. It's always. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, conversation. Yeah. Like, listen, I was black before as a cadet. I'm mean, a black African. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, but, but there was there was these conversations like, yeah. like where is yeah. your where and, is your allegiance lie? Like, yeah. how, how what an insane thing to ask. Like, yeah, it's crazy, you know. But as I as I thought about it, Jamie, it's this is, you know, from a bigger perspective, we're all trying to find out who we are, who we're going to become, right. you know, this is, this, you know, my story is just like one story, but it's the same for you and for anybody else. We're, yeah. Cause in that kind of environment, everyone's trying to figure out, you, you're really trying to figure out who you, who you are and who you're going to become and, and uh, what you're going to do with your life. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, as I kind of look back on it, uh, it's a pretty formative mm -hmm. time in, in our lives, but, um, but so, yeah. So second yeah. semester you got the, you got the leather jacket that you bought yeah. in the cadet <laughs> store. From, from the cadet from the, store, from the right? Store, right? Yep. You got you got an African medallion. You yeah. got the Because those, those were popular those back then, man. Yeah, yeah, you had to have your Jamie, medallion. He still has that in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's in the safe. Yeah. It's so else? it's like old artifacts. Yeah. 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 But so, yeah, those, I mean, because that's what like kids used to wear. And you were, it yeah. was, it, the other thing, too, is clubbing was a big scene back then that's clubbing, right big, that's big, right big part, of, yeah. big part of his life was learning how to jump through his leg yeah you remember that right oh, I remember yeah that. remember i, I used to try to my ankle yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my gosh that, yeah. those were good i remember dancing in bed too i remember yeah. we used to race back yeah, we used to race point. back Dude, who could get into the rack fa uh, yeah. sooner or faster after lunch yeah, yeah. yeah. comfort comatose hour comms hour yeah so so you um you wrote a poem yeah, and I, I don't even remember. I'd like vaguely remember this poem, but you I said I published it. It was in the, whatever that pointer view yeah. thing is or whatever. And we yeah. had to get a copy of this poem because the poem could be interpreted a lot of different ways, right? right? It was it was one way it was about black pride. It was about, you know, like your 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 roots and your and who you are. Sure. And the other way it was about like sort of like um, not allowing dilution into into like your identity. Right, like not allowing the like the the like any type of other like uh, ethnic thing to affect who you were, right? right. And there's also a poster, right? Yeah. We, put a po yeah. we, we have yeah. one poster yeah. on our door. We put the poster, yeah. Poster, and, and I know I could give a shit about the poster, yeah. But it became like the poster plus the poem got a lot of people talking, yeah. 
Because yeah. the poster was of Malcolm X, right? right? Who, if you study Malcolm X, is it, like it's it, it, the arc of his sort of evolution was like he really became like a really pragmatic and methodical, you know, person. But you know, there were there were times where he like he espoused, you know, taking taking a violent action or whatever, right? So the picture of Malcolm X with a machine gun, right, saying. No, I think it was a machine. I think it well, was it. A, I he, had, it was. he had a rifle. He was he looking. At, yeah, he was at home. He was like, it's you know, it's the poster by any means necessary, and he's like looking out his window because right. at and that point way, his life was in danger. So the one way, yeah. like, my life's in danger. I'm defending yeah, myself. He's, he's defending the other way is like, I'm gonna yeah. by any means necessary. I'm gonna do whatever I need to do. So, yeah. so you take it so, all these different it, ways, right? Yeah. And people are like. Moose is becoming militant. He's yeah, like, and, I was, <laughs> and I wasn't even becoming militant. It was just like, man, that's a, you know what, that's a cool poster. And, yeah, hey, yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah, because it, it was like, you know, this was like when Public Enemy was out. And yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, uh, so when I put the poster up, Right. I didn't really think much. The one about. poster we could have in our room. Yeah, I, which, yeah. Which I didn't, I, think, I didn't, like, the po we had one yeah. poster. We had, so it was your poster you put yeah, up. Yeah. It was me, you, and Dave Seibert. Was David? Dave Cyber. Yeah, okay, Dave Cyber was in there at that time, yeah. yeah. And I don't think it, uh, but I think, yeah, folks were talking about it. But I, you know, when I think it really hit me is when, like, when I was telling you earlier, when Sal Cerna came into the room. Yeah, so Sal Cerna. And I was like, dude, I it, I don't mean it that way. He's like, a judge, by the way, in California. Is he really? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know he was like from California. California. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw him. I played, I played football with him. In the 150s, uh, oh football my game. gosh, yeah. that guy did. He hasn't has not changed. Sal Cerna's <laughs> like this pretty boy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so like pretty California boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he's got yeah. like the, He's got like all the. He's got like the arm the arm guards on the whole thing. I don't think he played a single down. He's just out there <laughs> oh looking, God, looking good. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody, somebody, oh one of his God. classmates in class of ninety, his wife came and said, "Hey Sal, you can take those gloves off." Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sal came in. What, what did yeah. Sal say? And I, he was just upset because he, I, I think from his perspective, the poster said something like it espoused hatred, which it didn't. Right. You know. You have um, to know the story. Right. You got to, yeah. you got to know the story. So I think in the end, we ended up, I, I took the poster down just mm -hmm. because it. People it, didn't understand. Yeah. They didn't right. understand. And, that, and certainly, you know, we, we weren't going to. I remember, it. I remember not caring about the poster being like, right. I didn't give a shit. Right. But people were giving me shit about like, like they you were know, giving, like that yeah. poster being your door, right? And I'm like, this yeah. poster means nothing. Like, what yeah. Was it? And, and yeah, and and then we and like, for folks who really knew me, you know, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, anyway, that was that was that was a big event. Right? Yeah. Like, and yeah. then and then the the poster came down, and uh, and then so we get through we get through yearling year. Yeah. And then we go to, um, where, did you do DCLT? No, you did. A, I did uh, CTLT. CTLT. Yeah, I, I No, did. so you did it first year. So what did you do Cal year? Well, you, you were a squad leader at Feast, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah, first squad leader. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a yeah. squad leader. Yep. And then what did you do after that? Airborne school or something? I did, uh, so first, no, I did aerosol school. Aerosol school. Yeah. Where'd you do that? At Gruber. Yeah, I was you did a Gruber? Yeah, I was you a Gruber, Gruber casualty man. I was a Gruber too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were a Gruber casualty? I was a Gruber casualty. Oh, yeah. That, that place was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, did you go? That was, that was, yeah, that was Cal Year, right? That, that was, was after Year. Oh, wait, wait a second. Was that, was that going into Cal Year? Going into Cal Year. Yeah. Because I'm trying to remember when I did airborne school. No, that was going into first year. Oh, was it? Yeah, I did, uh... 
When did I do airborne? I did airborne school, I think on in the, what was that, 89? 89. So I did airborne school and um, going into Cal year. And then, so yeah. So end of Cal summer, there became a fateful day, right? End of uh, Cal summer. End of Cal summer. That was oh, when, oh. Uh, yeah. The general, the general entered your life, I think, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. How'd you guys yeah. meet? What, what happened? So we met uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, 89, uh, yep. No. Was it 89? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Labor Day weekend. How'd you guys meet? We met in New York City at the dance club. Oh, in was he jumping through his light? Was that, was, that, was, that, was that an appealing thing? Yeah. It was like a peacock. I don't know if I had a Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no jumping through the leg. No. Yeah, but I started to dance. You know, I, I came down for the week because, like, you know, I had family right. um, in New York. So, you know, a lot of times I would come down, mm -hmm. go to the clubs in New York City, bring folks down with me sometimes. You know, they, right. yeah, I let a couple of trips down to uh, New York. Uh, uh, so we met at a dance club in New York City. So from and that then, point on, it was over. I mean, I, I mean, not over, but like, like you were inseparable basically. Every weekend, every, like it was Almost, like, I mean, we, you know, Monica would come up if there was something going on. Like, right. Westman, like if, if the Contemporary Fair Seminar was like having a party or something. Right. Or if I would get, if I got a pass, mm -hmm. you know, I would. Go down uh, to New Jersey. Down, yeah. Jersey's in the house. Yeah. You, you grew up in New Jersey? I did. The whole, your whole life, right? Yes. So, yes. Good, yeah. good taste in, in winter. <laughs> so. so, yeah. And so, for, so, so we dated all through um, Cal year. year. Yeah. And first yeah. year. Mm -hmm. And first year. Yeah. And, then, and then first year you come up with this, um, this well, you guys got, we, we got engaged. engaged. We got engaged um, beginning of first year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I think I remember going to like a mall that was a Newburgh mall. There was like a K's Jewelers in there yeah. and bought a engagement ring, you know. Did you know right. it was coming? No. So I how did you pop the question? What, what, what happened? Well, I, I came up one evening, a girlfriend and yeah. I, and uh, we went out to a restaurant, right? To pizza. Yeah, pizzeria out in Highland Falls. In Highland yeah. Falls. Yeah. And he like popped the question. I but like, I, I asked you actually like on Thayer Road. Oh really? And yeah, yeah. Before we went, before we went out there, okay. I don't even think she really let me finish asking because I, you know, I pulled the ring out and so, so yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a surprise. It was a surprise. That's nice. A good surprise. Yes. Yeah. And he said, "Why not get married on graduation right. day? Right? Right? Of all things, why, why, why not? Makes sense wow. to me." Yeah. Right. <laughs> But Monica, you got to be part of our last two years at West Point. Like you're like another F1 member, basically, because you knew everybody. Yeah. You knew everybody's girlfriends or wives or whatever. Like you know, you, like you became part of the whole like extended F1 family, yeah. basically. Um, and so that so 500th night, I think. Yeah, uh, you came to five. She yeah. came to 500 night ring weekend. Ring weekend. Ring weekend. Um, well, yeah, you and can understand everything. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, she came. Yep. So yeah. that was a uh, that was a big time. Yeah. And then you began starting to plan out like where you're going to be going next in the in the right. army area. So what did you think about uprooting out of New Jersey going to uh, Fort Riley? Or I, I should oh, actually, actually Fort Bliss. Bliss. we were yeah, at yeah, Fort Bliss. Yeah, Bliss. Uh, Bliss. It was, it was super, a culture shock, but big time <laughs> heat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so cold. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. It was so hot there. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was fine. You yeah. know, we, as long as like we were together. Yeah, we were together. We had a, we had a great time yeah. there. You know, 
Except when our house was uh, robbed by transient, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. so we lived in this apartment uh, outside of Fort Bliss, like on the east side of El Paso. And uh, I think we made the mistake of like leaving a window open when we were in a first floor apartment. And I came into, we, we had gone out somewhere. To dinner, I think. Yeah, and so we came back and I noticed like the screen was like propped up against the wall in, in the master bedroom. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, did and we then leave? the keys were gone. So then, of course, no. I started think the keys were gone. The Which extra key? set of keys were gone from the living room table. I didn't. I don't even remember the oh, keys being yeah. gone. But I remember like Sunday morning, I went to put a CD into the CD player. No, no, in my bedroom. no, no. Hold on. And so then, Jamie, and I, I, I went said, to put no, it no, in. No, and it, was, Jamie, it wasn't there. It wasn't Jamie, there. And I, I was said like, to Musso that evening. Wait, you didn't realize you robbed? Yeah, I, said, I didn't honey, realize. Yeah. I said, honey. Maybe we should call the police, you know. I, I said, maybe we should call the police. He's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I know that, you know, no, no one could have taken anything. I was like, I'm telling you, we should call the police. So Moose has a daily routine that he does. He wakes up in the morning. He took the remote, went to press. <laughs> no, I, I went to put a CD a into CD the, in. a CD. Yeah. Yeah. And it. Everything was, was gone. It, was, it wasn't there. You didn't realize it wasn't gone. The, like, the, the, the CD police. player yeah. wasn't there. And I'm like, so then, where the, where the hell's the CD player? So then I went in the closet, and then... We just did like started looking around. So it's like all, and this is nice. Did you lose like any jewelry? Like, what about your West Point ring? So, no, no, no. It was yeah, like God. camera. It was all electronic stuff. It was a camera, camera CD, players, CD player, a radio. Yeah. Um, it was like electronic stuff. But he wanted yeah. to call so, the police then. So, 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 so. I told him. So here's the thing. <laughs> you know what? This was like stuff. Dude, we were like so trained and programmed at West Point. Like I had, you know, stenciled. I had I had like the serial number. Remember those serial numbers? Yeah. Remember we had the central like stuff. A lot, you had a lot. Dude, I had like. Up. See, when I left West Point, I didn't do any of that stuff. You still do, do you still <laughs> make your bed? Nah, well. Yeah. I, I haven't made my bed yeah, for like yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Like, like, I, yeah. I fold my socks yeah. and throw them like, but you, This was like right yeah. after we grabbed. Right. So I had written the serial numbers down on the stuff. And plus, you know. Cause I, I had PCS, so they, right. you know, you, you get the, get the, all the, you the right. They were like, hey, you got an inventory, right. you know, because like I said, we PCS that first duty station, so right. you had the inventory for a household goods move. So I had written down the serial numbers for this stuff, and so when the cops came, they actually uh, found the stuff in a pawn. They found most of it in the items in a pawn shop. Yeah, by wow. show because he had just taken the stuff, and sold, sold it. it to the pawn shop, and. But my concern was that he had yeah. the extra set of keys to the car and to the apartment. Well, he wow. probably didn't have car keys. How do you know it was he? Oh, well, we probably. <laughs> no, you know <laughs> what? Just, no, but you no, know, no, the police. He, he said did, it was yeah. a transit. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's. Nah, I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. It probably wasn't he. It was. So I'm so, looking for any any, oh, any comments. We got lots, yeah, lots, we got, lots of comments. Oh man, here. we got. Sure, I can't even read those. Let me get my glasses. Whoa, whoa, I gotta get my glasses. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta. You guys can't see. Can't see. Too small. Too small for my. Yeah. Moose might be younger, but he still got eye problems. Yeah. I can't read it. Reading glasses. Were you? What did Jeff Simpson say? Were you? Where were you a DJ? I did. You know what? I did like a little stint as a DJ on WKDT. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Um, it was. What was that? Was that? Was it plebe year? I think it was plebe year. Because yeah. that was like one of those things you did. 
you know, you like you're trying to get away from being hazed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I so you uh, like your own your own mix, your own like music. Yeah, I try to yeah, yeah. I think I shared time with like another cadet. Uh -huh. So I did I did a little stint on uh, plebe year on WKDT. Mark West used to sing on WKDT. That's what the Holly said. Oh wow. <laughs> he was he was just singing. Yeah. He said he was playing it. So what what other what other comments we got here? Just got Clemson Prepster. Let's see what else. Oh, this Carrie. Carrie Pierce since she joined. Yeah. Yeah, I saw her at a promotion ceremony down at Fort Bragg. Her husband uh, worked with you, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob Vegas. He was, uh, I think, 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a couple years ahead of us. All right. So we got. So listen, um, I told you the time would go by so, so yeah. fast. Yeah, what time is it, man? It's, been, it's 1028. It's oh, been, my God. Uh, when did you get started yet, man? I know. When did you get started? Come on. One hour 20 minutes. Oh, man. I got to pick this up. Yeah, now, we're, we got two minutes man. left. We got two Jeez. minutes. We got to be done. The 90 minutes is the max people can listen to this. Yeah. You know? But it's good that now. Oh my gosh. It goes on to Podbean, podbean.com, yeah. old grad podcast. You can listen to it in your car, whatever else, you know. Again, just kind of like reminding people that the purpose of this thing is to foster these great relationships, chronicle these stories, yeah. remember our fallen classmates. We haven't really talked about fallen classmates on this right. podcast. Um, we will we'll talk about it in future future podcasts. And to also call attention to the things that are happening in the Army and all, you know, in our lives. We've got Army-Navy coming up. Right, Hope to see a right. bunch of classmates next week at Army-Navy game. I will be there cheering on the Army team. And I, hopefully you guys will as yeah, well. we got to make, yeah. Yeah, yeah, make a final, final decision. Yeah, yeah. so whether or not we're yeah, going to go. Too. Yeah. But, you know, we, we wanted to finish up talking about graduation day. Right? So graduation day. I was just, I had this big dilemma. Right? Because mm -hmm. I had this party back home. We're waiting for you. We didn't have cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> in the back of my mind, I was thinking, like, is there a chance that Monica is not going to show up? Do I need no. to be here all my Absolutely friends? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I said, but here you yeah. are now, how many, however many years later, yeah. you know, Brigadier General Musso George. Yeah. Um, General Monica George. <laughs> what an amazing story. What an amazing journey, you know? And um, I didn't get a chance. So you guys got married. You made general. I didn't get a chance to give you like a gift. Like I, I want to give you yeah. a gift. Like I, I got something for you. All right. So just okay. hold on one second. I'll be, I'll be right back. Okay. Right in this other room here. All right. Okay. <laughs> Got to do what Jamie's gonna yeah. do. Oh man, what? All right. You gotta, you gotta open this up on. on okay. Open. Open okay. this thing. Yeah, what is this? Let's see what we got here. Jamie. Babe, open it slowly because we don't know what Jamie has to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, me. Oh, oh no. So, me. So, you took the poster down. Oh so my may, gosh. So, this may, may not make your office in the Pentagon, but you yeah. maybe put it down here where you work out oh, or something as, as, a, as a memory of that year. Right? Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Honey, this was the poster. Yeah, that had? was it. Yeah. Um, so, I had so yeah. Oh, I was boy. Like, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh anyway. Most of my, my dearest friends in the world, I love you guys. This is uh this has been a great day. Thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. Man. I I'm yeah. just I'm I seriously, Jamie, I'm honored to um have had the opportunity to do this with you. Because I you know, I've been watching them. I, I missed like two of them, like I said, but uh um, but you're, you're doing 
Bro, you're doing God's work, It's man. good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we'll see everybody December 16th. we got Mark Fieger. Yeah. Our classmate yeah. Mark Fieger, Chief of Staff yeah. at West Point. So we're going to talk to him Mark 16th. Yeah. Uh, I mean, January, uh, December 16th. Yeah. And um, and then we'll take it from there. See so where we're going to go after that. So Okay. okay. Yeah. So everybody, let's beat Navy. Cool. Duty shall be done. That's right. Should we do a rocket then this thing? You want to do a rocket? Yeah, let's do a rocket. Okay. Okay. We're doing, are we doing like the old rocket or are we doing like the, you know, because they do it all fast now, man. We what should, we what would you do? Old-fashioned rocket. Okay. Old-fashioned right. rocket. Here we go. Here Ready? we go. Ready? Boom! Ah! You smay ra ra. You smay ra ra. Hoorah! Hoorah! Army ra! Team! 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 Be Navy! All right. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> this is a few seconds <laughs> delay. Okay. All right, we're live again. Okay. Because we're going to call this the Old Grab Podcast Alibi Fire. Alibi Fire. Alibi Fire. Because same thing okay. happened with uh, Andy Hall. We didn't get everything. Yeah. So for those who are still listening or want to watch this bonus, this bonus feature, bonus uh, footage, we forgot to talk about... You experience in the Pentagon right. these big meetings, right? Because yeah. we got classmates everywhere. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. We got so you know on Friday, this past I, Friday. Was it Friday or Thursday? What day did I say it was, babe? That I had. That, it was Thursday. Was, was it Thursday? On Friday. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, it was. Uh, actually, no, it was Friday. Was it? Yeah, it was Friday. It was Friday. Um, I was in the. Uh, it's like the. Headquarters Department of Army version of um, of the USR, you know, unit status reporting. Right. Yeah, the monthly. But, but at it's the macro, readiness. it's rolled yeah. up. The it's rolled up. up, right. So I'm sitting at a table, and, like, we got... How big is this table? It is, it's it's the conference room for, like, you know, the second... It's long table. Yeah. Can you, yeah. like, clear the decks and do, like, the carrier landings on it? Yeah. <laughs> so I, so I'm at, I'm all the way at the end of the table, um, but... Like two seats over from me, Charlie Costanza, who's the director of training for, uh, right. for uh, one star. Yeah, he's a one star. Right. Um, across the table from him is uh, Johnny Richardson, uh, deputy director for operations in uh, G three five seven, and then um, uh, who else? Rick Engel. Rick, right. Rick was in the meeting as well. Because this is like the monthly strategic readiness update where uh, commands get on the line and mm -hmm. you know really. Usually it's the vice, but the the vice chief of staff and army chairs it. But um, this day, uh, G three five seven General Anderson was uh, right. was chairing it. But you know, just sitting there, seeing all and, and seeing and John Braga, you said I've seen I, him in theater. You yeah, said. I've seen John. Is John D A Sims in that meeting too? Uh, D A Sims would have. I never attended when uh, D A uh, right. was because D A was actually in the. Um, uh, in that op shop before uh, Johnny. But so it's so, his big, it's his big meeting. But, yeah. It's like it's like a planetarium. There's so many stars in this room, right? Yeah. Like, and and it's all ninety one yeah. people. I, I mean, it, there's the like army. there's like our classmates out there doing some incredible things, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so I mean, I think Charlie is like I said, he's doing head of training, training for everything. Yeah. For for G three five seven for really for the army. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, so yeah, just you said Mark Beeger, you see him too, right? Yeah, I saw Mark last week because um, uh, he was in the building. I think doing mm -hmm. some visits mm -hmm. on behalf of West Point. Right. Um, so we we talked just uh, pretty briefly. Uh, so yeah, at any given time, you know, you just kind of run into folks, and and now 
Does it ever, you ever, does it ever dawn, like, you ever stop and say, hey, we, like, talk about, like, Army-Navy game coming up, or class. That's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Sam Mark, that's what we was like, hey, are you going to Army-Navy? Right. I mean, he was, he's going, and I said, I'm not sure. And you sure said you yet. see Paul Bagalka, too, right? I see Paul every now and then, because um, uh, I think he's still in G357. Right. Uh, on the Army staff, and I've seen other guys like Ron Lukow. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in G3 before he retired, and um, I know he's out working for a contractor now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and who else? Um, just, uh, yeah, any number of folks. And then folks in the area, like Chris Smith, you uh-huh. know, he, he lives in the area. Yeah. Uh, Lou Baker, Dave Chambers, they all. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Kevin, you know. Kevin, Kevin Barry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, cool. So that's what we want to talk about. Was like we got classmates that are living by Just, that duty shop. We done absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Any any other last minute thoughts? Any other like uh, closing remarks or uh, observations or? I uh, you know I'm just I, I'm honestly just humbled, Jamie. To just still be able, to, seriously, to be able to serve and just be trying to. You talked like with your career. Your career is kind of like. A, non-traditional army career yeah like, yeah because direct like you I, like accidental sort of like uh like like yeah that's right i, I uh because i was commissioner air defense and then uh transferred to finance and you know so there weren't really like i didn't see a lot of our classmates obviously in uh the finance branch so right. i think i you know probably there were some folks i still kept in contact with but lost kind of visibility in some instances with uh, uh, classmates because I didn't necessarily serve with them. Uh, but then, you know, my path kind of took me through you know, a couple of different well, we places. I remember when Barack Obama got, got elected. Right. You were in, in, I think, in Iraq. I was in Iraq. And yeah. I called yeah, you. You called me. Yeah, yeah we yeah, talked to each other. Because I remember we used to have these deep conversations about right. would we see a black president in our lifetime and all right. that. And my theory always had been, we're probably gonna see a Republican black president, um, right. which which we didn't, you know. But but I I was I felt like that was the you know like maybe Colin Powell or something, and um, but you were coming out of that and you had been selected for for battalion command, but your battalion right. wasn't coming up for like eight more months. Right. Yeah. So I was. Uh, this was. I guess this was. Oh uh, eight. Yeah. Oh eight. And um, I I was gonna start battalion command in two thousand nine. Right, so and I so got you had selected like, for recruiting. So, yeah. but you had like eight months to work on your command philosophy. Well, I was still, was yeah, there. I was still in theater, yeah. No, but I thought yeah. you came home and you like had like no like a well, long time. No, I, I didn't, I didn't. No? Um, I came home in March. Uh, yeah, March. I came home in March, and then I took command in July. So, the uh, I was assigned at the Pentagon. I had deployed right. on a wise tasker. So. It basically individual replacement tasker, right. and so it was. It was strange because when I came back, all the folks that I was working for before I deployed, right, they were all gone mm-hmm. because the you know the administration had changed right. over. Uh, so I had, uh, I yeah, I had like a lot of free time, and then I also, but I also had several pre-command courses I had to go to. So mm-hmm. part of that time... Everybody deserves like, a little bit of a break like that. Yeah. yeah not, not a bad... I mean, yeah. There's assignments that happen like that in the Army. You can have like... You can be like... Yeah. Like snowboarding like, for like three months. Right, like, right. Light duty. So... Yeah, but I had... Bad. But I, I had like a month of uh, pre-command courses to go to yeah. because I was going to recruiting. So yeah. I had to go do some extra... Right. 
courses and whatnot. So, so yeah. So, any final words for our classmates, you followers know, of this podcast? I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just happy to to still be serving wow. and, and representing. I'm trying to do best I can to represent our class, man. Represent our class model. You're doing honestly. it. You're doing it. So. This was, this was my when I started doing this podcast. This was the one I looked forward to the most. This is when I was like, you know what? <laughs> Like, cause we have such a, we have such a history together and, uh, I think we did, um, we've done, we, we you know, I, I think, I think we, we, we did it justice and I'm, 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 uh, I'm happy with all we got to cover. So I appreciate it and happy to call you my classmate and my, one of my best friends. So, Same here, brother. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to hang for the second time. All right. Cool. All right. We have, uh.